imagine yourself being a parent. You have four beautiful children whom you love and adore. You have two girls and two boys, ages eight, six, four, and one and a half. Now imagine that tragedy strikes and all four of your babies are gone. That's what happened to Amber Smith and Riley Noble on July 28th. A flood claimed the lives of their children. Madison Noble, age eight, Riley Noble, age six, Neve Noble, age four, and Chance Noble, age one and a half, were swept away in a Kentucky flood. Today, first in Knott County, one person is confirmed to have died there and several others are still unaccounted for. Rescue efforts are still underway after continuing through the night. In Heinemann, entire homes were swept off their foundation and pushed downstream. Multiple water lines have burst in Heinemann. The city government is suffering major losses and restoration efforts have been hindered by the flood. Downtown Heinemann, as you can see, also saw devastating damage. Floodwaters knocked out windows and washed out many businesses entirely. Certainly just sad to see that in several downtowns this afternoon. Moments ago, we heard from Governor Bashir. He gave us an update on the response to the flooding. He says the death toll is now up to 16 people killed by flooding. The governor says children are among the dead. 11 of the deaths are in Knott County. He says it is hard to know how many more people are missing. This morning, President Biden approved a disaster declaration for Kentucky that will open up more federal assistance for flood relief. Right now, we're making plans to airlift water to certain areas that may, might not be reachable for a period of time. So think about the danger that could be out there. Uh, for people who are, are trying to get there. Search and rescue operations, though, are still ongoing today in these communities. The Perry County Sheriff's uh, saying today that sheriffs from other counties are sending deputies to this area to help them with recovery efforts and also just to continue to monitor and patrol the streets here. Devastation in Letcher County. Search and rescue teams from across the region are working to find people trapped by the high water. Parts of the county are unreachable due to the amount of flooding and residents are struggling just to process what has happened. Now we were unable to get to Whitesburg today, but uh, the North Fork of the Kentucky River is at a record level there. Uh, Jenkins is underwater. Whitesburg is underwater. Just a lot of devastation in Letcher County. And Governor Andy Bashir said today that anyone in the area missing loved ones should not call 911 but call your local Kentucky State Police post. Hello. You know me as Goose. My real name is David Gooslin and I was born in Hyman, Kentucky, located in southeastern Kentucky. Recently, tragedy struck several counties in southeastern Kentucky. In my adult life, I've never saw a storm as bad as this one. My hometown, Hyman, was completely washed away. I saw friends lose loved ones, homes, cars, and family heirlooms. I've seen the best in people the last few days, and I've also saw the worst in some people. Dirty Dan and Rebecca will return next week, and in just a minute or so, I'll continue the heartbreaking story that I opened up with. Episode 91 is a special episode of Here to Chew Bubblegum. My name is David, and I'm proud to be from Knott County, Kentucky. I'll be back in just a moment. 
From yesterday, July 27th to today, July 28th, about a foot of rain was dumped all over eastern Kentucky, causing catastrophic flooding throughout the entire area. People are devastated. People are missing. People are still being rescued. People's houses and homes are completely washed away. This is our city lot. We have our excavators, our trucks, uh, backhoes, graders, lawnmowers, and in the bottom basement here of this building here is our water sewer department. And it, it appears that everything here has been destroyed. Please keep the people in Eastern Kentucky in your thoughts and prayers. Brittany Trejo said that her four young cousins, ranging in age from one and a half to eight, were swept away from their parents' grip in the deadly Kentucky flood that occurred Thursday, July 28th. By 12.30 p.m. on Friday, the bodies of all four children had been recovered from the Knott County community of Montgomery. Trejo said the home of Amber Smith and Raleigh Noble in the Montgomery community filled with water Thursday. As of last night, the death toll for all affected counties stands at 25, with predictions that number will increase. Trejo says they got on the roof and the entire underneath washed away with them and their children. They managed to grab onto a tree and held on to their precious children a few hours before a big tide came and washed them all away at the same time. The mother and father were stranded in a tree for over eight hours before anyone got there to help. Amber Smith and Riley Noble, the mother and father, were found alive. The bodies of the four children were recovered Friday morning. A GoFundMe account was set up to help pay for funerals and burial expenses. And as of noon yesterday, the goal was met and surpassed. Before the goal was met, with help from national news stations like Fox and the Weather Channel, getting the word out on the tragic situation, a priest came forward contacted the family, and paid for the funerals and burial expenses for the four kids. If you can, I still encourage you to support this family by either sharing the story, sending them positive thoughts, love, and prayers, or you can make a donation at gofundme.me backslash 2F86B7B7. Again, gofundme.me backslash 2F86B7B7. With first responders and medical personnel aiding any way that they are needed, officials with the Appalachia Regional Healthcare said on Friday that 61 employees in southeast Kentucky have lost everything, many including their homes. They also said that over 30 employees are unaccounted for, 
they're hoping that this is just a communication breakdown and that they can't get in touch. An estimated 31,000 people are without power. As we mentioned a few moments ago, communication was and still is down or spotty in a lot of areas in southeastern Kentucky. Landlines and cell phone towers were down and left a large portion of the area without any form of communication. If you had AT&T cell phone service, you were lucky enough to get Facebook. Facebook really helped in this tragic situation with communication, news alerts, requests for water rescues, and asking others if they'd seen loved ones. I woke up around 3 a.m. on this past Thursday. I saw a Facebook message from a friend. When I checked it, I noticed that my mom was active. Now, this is out of character for my mom because she usually goes to bed really early. So I opened up Facebook and started seeing pictures of my hometown and the tragic flood. I saw a post of a girl that I went to grade school with. The post said, can someone please help my mom? It's in her house. Need a boat. Please pray. It's around her bed, and I can't get to her. A little time had passed, and she posted again, Someone please, I beg you, get a boat. My mom is trapped, and it's almost to the roof. Sadly, a boat never came for her mom, and her mom's house was completely washed away. After I saw that post from my childhood friend, I called to check on my mom, and I did get in touch with my mom. And uh, I'm going to uh, go ahead and uh, try to call my mom right now. Um, I talked to her yesterday. Her uh, service was spotty, so we may get in touch with her. We may not. But uh, we will see. The call has been forwarded to an automatic voice so, message no. system. Six zero six eight five four one one I'll five leave zero is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, mom, it's uh, me, your favorite son. Uh, I'm recording a special episode uh, of the show dedicated entirely to the flood and how people can help and making people aware. Um, I was just talking about you on the show, and I just wanted to give you a call and tell you that I love you very much, and if you need anything, please call or text me today. Have a great day. Love you. Bye. Again, uh, you know, tragic situation, uh, you know, here, and... Uh, I don't normally agree with social media and especially Facebook with some of their restrictions and so forth and putting people in Facebook jail. It really came through and helping people communicate during this um, tragedy. Now, also, people did make some inappropriate comments and jokes. Um, I'm not going to give their name, but I want to read one comment. Now, keep in mind, we have no power. We have no cell phone service. We have no landline service. Everything is out. If you didn't have AT&T in our area, you wouldn't have service. We have a local company called Appalachian Wireless, and they're a good company. But uh, somebody posted on Facebook, 
I'm sorry, but TVS Cable should be up and running by now. It's vital service. We pay for internet, etc. Shabby business. This was one day after this flood. One day after this flood that this person got on Facebook and blasted this local company whose entire service fleet was destroyed. Their work trucks with their equipment, their tools, it was all destroyed. And they're getting on social media and blasting this hometown company that does a lot for the community. They support sports teams. They contribute. They do a lot. And you're getting on there and blasting them. Well, my childhood friend's mother perished in this. You're getting on there and blasting them after these four precious children were swept out of their parents' arms, and you're blasting them that they should have Internet service up. So people started recommending uh, on this Facebook post. that They said the TV and Internet place was underwater. They are trying to dry everything out, and we'll get it back on as soon as possible. Wow. Another person commented, are you serious? And this person responded, yes, I am serious. So the response back was people lost everything, including lives. It's apparent you should have some form of entertainment while others have nothing. I hope you enjoy watching your shows. Shame on you. When I saw that Facebook post, that blew me away. I was shocked. It pissed me off, I'll be honest with you. But in the face of tragedy, we overcome stuff. And there was a mother that posted a picture of her daughter. Her daughter's house was completely flooded. And the mother wrote, My daughter is safe and whole tonight. She saved her dog by putting it in a plastic container that would float and then swam with her dog to the neighbor's rooftop. She waited for hours until she could be rescued. She is a hero. I love you. You are simply amazing. Thank you to a man. Words cannot express enough. We lost everything today. Everything except what matters most. When tragedy strikes, that's what you need to think about. You need to think about positive stuff. And we do have a lot of positive stuff happening in eastern Kentucky. Uh, Bo's Barbershop in Elkhorn City and Pike County posted, if you or any men you know that has been affected by the flood would like a free haircut, neck, uh, shave, beard trim, Wednesday, August 3rd, give me a holler. Uh, get away from the stress for a few minutes and make yourself feel a little bit better. Free haircuts to the first 16 people who have been affected by the flood only. You had a guy that owns heavy equipment, and he said, Guys, be sure to holler at us at Bailey's Tree Service. We will help rescue anyone that needs it. We have small boats, canoes, kayaks, etc. Miles of rope, bucket trucks. We will be willing to help any way we can. This is for people in need. Don't take advantage of this and this awful situation. We have people on Facebook stating we have a boat. We can help rescue if anyone knows anybody needing rescued. Chris Hall came, and he's from Prairie County. He came to Hazard. He came back home and organized an event that is still going on as we speak. It's set up at the old Hazard Flea Market. 
and he posted uh, on uh, Facebook, food is ready at the Hazard Flea Market. Hamburgers, hot dogs, pulled pork, you name it, come get it, completely free of charge. And you have all kinds of stories like this throughout southeast Kentucky. You have schools set up that have opened up as shelters that are giving away clothing, that are giving away three free meals a day, that are letting people shower. You've had the company Lowe's bring a semi in with showers, and people are getting to shower. You have people set up beside the road grilling and barbecuing and giving this stuff out to people in need. It goes on and on. It is heartwarming. Don't forget about your fur babies. We had a shop in Hyman, Critter Cuts. The shop will be closed tomorrow. If anyone needs me to keep their pet or pets that um, are found, let me know. Let's all pray for Eastern Kentucky. You have people that are going out and delivering supplies to people that need it, and you also have people that are going out and delivering animal food. Stop and think before you make an inappropriate joke or you post something negative on Facebook, especially about mom-and-pop companies. They do the best that they can. When you see hateful comments or inappropriate stuff, I don't know about you, but that made me mad. You also see some people looting, which is uncalled for. You've had families whose loved ones have died. They've lost their homes. They've lost everything. And you're going to loot what they have left. Prairie County and Letcher Counties have put curfews in place, and they have cited and arrested looters over the last few days. Southeastern Kentucky has some of the best first responders ever. And I was lucky enough earlier to interview Nick Fleming. He is a firefighter. EMT with the Pikeville Fire Department, and he is also the public information officer. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and thank you for that introduction. Um, like, like he said, uh, I am a firefighter EMT, also public information officer with Pikeville Fire Department. Uh, I've been with them for a little over 10 years now, and yeah, yeah, it's a great job. I love what I do, and I love being able to help the community, and I, I, I appreciate you bringing me on your show. Well, thank you very much for being here. Now, you grew up in um, Letcher County, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, first, is your family and friends and loved ones in Letcher County, are they okay after the devastating flood? Yes, sir. Um, I did check in with them, and they actually uh, were, were relatively lucky. Uh, most most of the damage for them was just the surrounding uh, area around them, but uh, none of the my, I think my brother said his basement did get some water in it, but nothing major. They were all able to stay at, the, at their homes, so they were very lucky. Uh, my mom actually moved uh, into Virginia, so and I know they were affected as well. But she moved to a, a location that didn't get didn't get affected. So good. But yeah, my family was definitely lucky on that aspect. But now, um, when this happened, um, the Thursday morning when you woke up, or if. Uh, you were already at work. What did uh, you do? How did you find out about everything that had, had happened and transpired? Well, we'll back up to that night um, where they were given the flood warnings and flood advisories. And uh, I was actually, uh, this week I was on vacation. And of course, that's kind of what happens when you go on vacation is this stuff tends to happen. But um, like I said earlier, we're kind of always on call. So if we get anything, we, we just got to come out to it. Um, 
I know that it was rain. It was already had been raining quite a bit that week. And uh, it started raining that night. I think around midnight, we, we started getting some heavy storms coming in. And so, you know, I, I went to bed, kind of not able to, to rest too much because I knew, you know, it was only a matter of time before something was going to happen. We were going to get called out. Um, but we ended up getting an all page. Um, our our fire department does uh, active 911, so it pages us out over our phone. So we got the first page at 5:30 requesting all of our Swift Water Team technicians. We have uh, we have um, several of our members on the department that are specialty trained in Swift Water. I happen to be one of those members. And if we have any uh, water events or or flooding or rescues to that nature, they will call us out specifically. Um, went ahead and started gathering my stuff up and heading that way. Um, we got another all page at 630 just asking anybody to come in because it was getting to the point where they was going to need, they knew they was going to need help. And we had been requested to go help in Letcher County. So it's pretty well how, how it all began um, and how the, the call out process worked. And, and that, you know, um, again, is your home county. You know, or do you have an estimated guess of how many people that you guys did rescue from uh, water rescue? Um, for us, now we were we were split up into two different teams, so I couldn't give you an exact number, but I do know a, a lot of this was just uh, going house to house um, in particular locations that we were assigned to and checking on the specific house, seeing if there was anybody in there, seeing if anybody needed help. Um, we ended up, as far as I know, at least, you know, half a dozen families, we were able to get to a safe location. And again, this was just one day that we were down there. Um, now, I will say we spent a half of the evening, probably seven hours evacuating the uh, Letcher Manor nursing home because it had to be evacuated because it was near the floodwaters. And those patients all had to be transported out so we stayed there along with other departments and helped evacuate them so how did i mean once they were transported from the manor to i guess a safe location were they then bust away to somewhere else or well it's tricky because um and of course you know there were there were a lot of other uh, things going on right. at the same time but, um we the people the the patients that could walk we kind of we kind of worked with the triage system so with the nursing home with um we just kind of triaged them so if you could walk if the patients could walk we would put them on a bus a lot of them couldn't set up on their own so we had to make special considerations for them so we used sandy valley buses um, and school buses and the rest a lot of them had to go by ambulance because they could only lay down and they had to have special um, considerations like oxygen and things for them to transport. We did use uh, Floyd County's uh, Ambu bus, is what it's called, uh -huh. where it's for mass casualty or um, just large special events like this where you have to transport a lot of people at one time. And we used that and transported, um, I think, 11 or 12 at once with that one to Hazard. So. Now, you've been with Pikeville 10 years. In your 10 years, have you ever seen anything this big? Flood-wise, no. No, this is the worst flooding event I've ever worked. Um, 
and with it being my home county, of course, you know, I grew up at that in that location. And I, I've never seen it that bad. And it just was really heartbreaking because, you know, like, like I said, I grew up there and I remember what it was like as a kid. And, you know, my, my whole family lives down there. So you know, I know it's going to be a long time for them to get back to normal with they're going to just going to have to rebuild, you know, so. Have you saw any thing firsthand that later when you're able to go back and, and think about it, that defines, you know, true uh, compassion and for overcoming tragedy, you know, like just the average person do something. Have, have, have you saw or uh, experienced anything like that? Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, as we're trying to make our way on foot because, um, you know, our boat can get some places, but it's just as far as the debris field, it was just so bad. We couldn't use our boat on a lot of the stuff, so we had to walk on foot. But as we're walking up these devastated areas, we're seeing everybody, every single person, um, neighbors, helping neighbors, random people pulling out their their equipment and their saws and their, you got to understand that the, the roads are um, impassable. Some roads were non-existent at that point, but there were trees down, there were mudslides, there was no, you know, and they knew the best way they could help was to get that roadway clear so that help could get in there. So yeah, we, we've seen, you know, several dozen um, just people just out doing what they knew they had to do and helping neighbors uh, with whatever they could do, whether that be um, provide. We did see one household that was just trying to provide internet for people so they could, uh, and they were advertising and they had signs up like walking down, um, trying to let neighbors know that way they could let their family know that they were safe because there was no communication that the cell towers were down. There was no landline. Um, and I think they had satellite internet is the only reason they had internet. So, but, um. uh, yeah, we see a lot of cases. We've seen a lot of cases like that, and, it, you know, it was very heartwarming for sure. You know, and it's situations like this that we see what the, that brings out the goodness in people in our area that we already know is there. But, you know, I've read all kinds of stories um, that, you know, you've got people, you've got businesses giving away food. Uh, just, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. For anybody in our international audience that wants to help, um, how would you advise them to do that? Yeah, for anybody that wants to help, there's, um, of course, you know, as a, on an international level, um, you know, sending supplies and things is kind of difficult. That's what we're, that's what we're doing locally is, is getting supplies gathered, um, safe haven locations, places where people can stay, places where people can, uh, you know, just catch their breath for a moment. But on an international level, just, Thoughts and prayers. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's GoFundMe's out there that uh, people are taking up money and things. You know, I'm not going to say that that wouldn't help. But, um, yeah, just thoughts and prayers more or less and just stay up to date with the story. I mean, one thing you'll notice about Appalachian people and, and just the whole – just the people as a whole is that we're very uh, we're very hardy. We can, uh, we can take a lot and we can make it through and survive. So – and history has pro proven that. So, you know, we're, we're going to be all right. And, um, you know, just everybody banding together and making it, uh, making the rebuild process and the healing process uh, go a little bit quicker, you know, 
It's, it's what it's all about. And, you know, we always welcome any help with that. So. Now, locally, uh, you know, we do have a lot of listeners locally. If anybody does want to donate, can you walk us through how to do that or, you know, what items are needed most at this time? Sure. Yeah, for our local audience, um, I know here at Pipeful Fire Station 1 on Chloe, that's the one next to the Appalachian Wireless Arena. They uh, Jones Oils is going to put a humongous tractor trailer out there for cleaning supplies, non-perishable food items, water, um, just anything that will help clean this up um, and, and keep people. I know like even even diapers, things for children, um, clothes even. that That's all welcome if you want to drop that off. Uh, again, at, at Station 1 there, there's going to be a big trailer. I know the Dream Center is doing, um, they're doing more of the handing out food and helping to go um, work with, uh, you know, feeding the people that are displaced and, and need a place to, to to get some food. And I know they're doing signups for that. So you're welcome to get in touch with them for that. But just about, like you said, just about everybody in the area is trying to help in some form or fashion. So there's no shortage of that. So, well, again, thank you very much for your time, for coming on the show. Um, I know that this has been a, a busy past four days for you. Uh, is, is there anything that you want to say uh, before we close out the interview? Um, absolutely. Well, I just want to thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, this is my absolutely first podcast. Uh, so it's exciting. And, uh, yeah, just invite me back anytime. I appreciate it. Oh, well, we will definitely have you back on. Thank you very much. Thank you for your service. You stay safe and God bless you. From the heart of Appalachia, located under a shopping mall near the city that moves mountains, you're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum with Goose and Dirty Dan. On Thursday, July 28th, 2022, a lot of families in southeastern Kentucky woke up to flood, devastation, and despair. Hello, everyone. I'm Goose from Here to Chew Bubblegum, and I'm proud to say that I'm from eastern Kentucky. Our area has experienced some of the worst flooding that we have ever saw. In just two hours, eight to 12 inches of rain fell, leaving many families homeless. They lost their homes, property, family heirlooms, and quite a few have lost their lives. You can help and support people in Eastern Kentucky get back on their feet. All you have to do is go to teameky.floodrelieffund.ky.gov. Again, you can go to teameky.floodrelieffund.ky.gov. You can make a donation. If you live locally, please get in touch with someone in your community to find out how you can help. Thank you very much. God bless. Good evening. From the basement of their haunted mansion, here with a lighter look into the darker side of the world, the Spooky Family! Elliot, Dirty, and Beagle. Take it away! <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening, guys. This is Elliot with the uh, Spooky Family Podcast, and 
Yeah, we know. The Summer of Sam has uh, maybe fizzled out. Not really. Um, so what's happening is, uh, just like always, life has decided to throw a couple curveballs curve our way. Um, brand not, not even brand new. Like We knew there might be days coming when we were all three busy, um, but nothing like we have experienced in the last couple weeks. Um, yeah, so Spooky Family Podcast is going through a little bit of a change. Um, we are going from a weekly podcast, I know we've not been really weekly in a while, to, uh, to, uh, twice a month, um, and we're hoping that maybe with a little bit of leeway there, we'll be able to record a little bit more, uh, produce a little bit more, uh, we're hoping anyway. We're not going away, uh, we are going to have to take a short little hiatus until everything gets, um, back under control, luckily. Um, knock on wood, um, no, no severe, serious issues, um, just a lot of work, we're just, we're just staying completely busy, um, it's our jobs, I mean, we don't, we don't do the podcast, uh, to make money, uh, we've not made a dime, um, we just did it for fun, and we're doing it for fun, but the problem is, sometimes, you know, our real life jobs get in the way, uh, our real life problems get in the way and we're kind of at that point right now, but we're trying to do our best to make everything possible. Uh, and like I said, I think with this new two episodes a month plan, we may have something going on. Please stick with us. Um, we're not, we don't want to leave. We love this. Um, so we're going to try to make the best of it and try to do what we can and what fits our schedules best. Um, Gertie is working uh, six days off one, then six more days, then off one. I'm working, gosh, it feels like seven days a week, and uh, I've got new responsibilities at my job, so that's taking up a lot of time, and then the same with Beagle. Um, and, you know, it's it's we're getting back into that whole COVID crisis again. Uh, it's hard to get together and, and do this in person, but uh, we're trying our best. Um, stick with us though. I promise we're good. Uh, we will be at the Pikeville Toy and Comic Convention on August the 20th, so make sure you come and check us out. We'll have some awesome stickers and some other stuff for sale, and just maybe, you know, we just want to get out and meet everybody. Um, hopefully we'll see a bunch of our podcasting brothers over there, uh, brothers and sisters, and, uh, we hope everything's good there. Um, just to finish off, um... If you're the praying sort, please pray for Miss Tanya Derenberger. She's not feeling real well, and she she called today and uh, checked on us, and we just want to send our love out to her, and we hope she's feeling great. Um, pray for my little community of Floyd County. Uh, I don't know how many people listen, uh, know Floyd County, but uh, we recently had three police officers and a police dog um, killed in cold blood, ambushed, and it's really shaking our community. It's really shaking our little little towns. And um, a lot of good people uh, feeling a lot of pain off that. So please, if you're out there, remember us on that. Um, big shout-outs to our law enforcement and our first responders. Um, I know there are, there are issues around the world, but I can honestly tell you, Eastern Kentucky, 
Um, especially my little county has the best first responders in the world. I'll stand by that. Uh, I'll die on that hill. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, guys, thank you so much once again for everything you do, for listening to us, for uh, getting all the word out. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a rough time right now, but the Spooky Family is here. We love you guys. Please write in. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, let us get caught up with you all. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to continue the Summer of Sam and uh, maybe one week from today. Um, and we'll start our new schedule one week from today. So, guys, thank you all so much. It's been, uh, you know, stick with us. I can't apologize enough. I know we're, I, I know we're going back on our Summer of Sam schedule, but guys, listen, sometimes life throws you a curveball and you got to swing, and sometimes you hit it, sometimes you miss it. So... Uh, we've missed a couple lately and, but we're getting back, we're getting back up to bat. So, all right, guys, thanks so much and bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a very special announcement from the Spooky family, uh, that Elliot brought to us. With me now is Elliot. Elliot, welcome to Here to Chew Bubblegum special, uh, show episode 91. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it, man. Listen. Um, it's it's always good to come home, and that's what I consider here to Jew Bubblegum. It's home. Well, yes, yes, you are home, and uh, thank you very much for being here. Now, um, before we go any further, when I listened to that special announcement, because I love your guys' show, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I was a couple shows behind, and I'm still a couple shows behind, but... Uh, well, we are, too, so... Um, <laughs> At, towards the end of that announcement, you were talking about how stuff had affected our region, and I could, mm-hmm. and, and I know you personally, and your real name's Bobby, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know because this is a special episode of Here to Chew Bubblegum, I could tell that you were getting emotional in that announcement towards the end. Am I right or am I wrong? No, absolutely. Listen, this, um, you know, a lot of people use hillbilly as a derogatory term. And uh, to me, that is a badge of honor. You know what I mean? Like we live in an area that we've all got each other's backs. We're 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 here to help whenever we can. But it but lately it just seems like, gosh, we just pour it out. You know, it's just it's coming harder and harder and faster and faster. And and I I just hate to see this area affected that way. Um. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Elliot, also known as or, or Bobby, also known as Elliot, is a listen. You you can call me Bobby. That 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 genie's out of the bottle a long time ago. When the people know me now, they they know what I'm doing. I'm I, guys. I work for a school system. <laughs> like I'm, you know, I, there's no hiding anymore. We we for a long time we thought that you know maybe we should keep it up, but. Once, once some locals figure it out, <laughs> it's downhill from there for the the yeah. secret identity. So, and uh, you also you are a uh, commissioner. I am, and, yeah, for the of yeah, a little uh, city over in Floyd County. Yes, yeah. and uh, you know, first of all, thank you for your service as a as a public servant. Um, we need more people like you that are good people that have good intentions to get into politics. During I, this, I absolutely appreciate those words. Thank you very much. I mean, and and those are straight from the heart. 
during this uh, flooding, what have you done or your city done? Well, first, did did you guys suffer any any major damage? We had a uh, um, a veterans monument that was uh, we had put up in November uh, 2011, right around Veterans Day, uh, just to honor uh, all the people who in from Wheelwright, which is the city I live in. Um, again, no no uh, no need to sugarcoat anything or go around anything. We'd put up a monument uh, to, to honor them, and uh, there was a massive landslide. It took out part of that uh, monument. Uh, we've got roads wiped out completely. We've got bridges wiped out. We've got, uh, you know, it got into uh, it got into some of our citizens' uh, houses. Uh, drainage systems have been stopped up. Um, you know, our citizens were without power, water. Um, cell phone service landline internet any of that for up to 24 hours um like i said before i've lived here 43 years i've lived in this city 43 years i've never never seen it this bad and uh luckily luckily we didn't have any loss of life uh we didn't have any um major damage to homes you know wiped out like we've seen in our area uh, but you know, it's not something you, it's not something I've ever seen before, even as bad as it is right now. How is the, uh, recovery efforts in your city going so far? It, it's going great. Uh, you know, once again, I go back to that, uh, neighbors watch neighbors, uh, you know, with help from, uh, we've had churches, you know, County judge executives have been up here. Uh, we've had, uh, the national guard, our school system has went above and beyond. They've opened up schools as, uh, shelters, as, uh, places to go take showers. If you need a place to stay, uh, all kinds of things. Uh, I mean, the outpouring of help has been amazing. Just, just regular people, you know, going around, uh, uh, scraping sidewalks, uh, doing what, just what needs to be done, uh, offering free meals, free places to stay, uh, places to shower. It's just, it's, it's the best of us. You know what I mean? Yes. You see it come out. Now I, I do know when everything happened. Um, I'm, uh, was born in Hyman, as I said earlier in the show. Yeah. Um, I reached out to some friends of mine in law enforcement in Knott County, and it was several hours before they got back to me because communications uh, from the hazard post, which uh, services Knott County, right? like you said, power, landlines, cell phone lines, everything was down. And mm-hmm. a lot of these first responders had no uh, communication with each other, with uh, headquarters with their uh, sheriff's offices, ambulance service, they had none. And did you guys um, experience anything like that? Um, you know, we're a small, we're a small city. Um, we have, we have one little, you know, local cop. I won't say little, we have, <laughs> we have one local cop. So in, in one fire department. So it was easier for us to, uh, make sure I know I was out that morning uh, on my way to work. Uh, like I said, I I work a <laughs> you know, I work a regular job too. Uh, but the city cop was already out. Um, our magistrate, we have one of the best magistrates in the area. He was already out. Um, so it was more word to my, you know uh, uh, 
passing the word on to each other and, and hey, they need help here. Hey, they need help here. Hey, we need to go here. Um, but yeah, it, the communication was just not there as far as uh, not not between parties involved, but the ability to communicate. Right. So once again, it, it came down to all of us making sure that everybody knew what was going on in different places and the people who needed the help. And I'm sure that uh, you've had a lot of uh, you you've you've seen a lot. You may have heard a lot firsthand. Do you have any stories from your city that show the true meaning of love, uh, survival, overcoming tragedy uh, during this flooding? Have Have you saw personally or heard uh, anything like that that you would just share with fact, us? I mean, just the fact that we've had so many people. Uh, open up, you know, their houses, their lives, their any, anything that's needed by by the people of our area. It's just, it's been amazing. Um, it's it's really an outpouring of love. It's an outpouring of uh, uh, what I like to call, you know, East Kentucky. Uh, you know, just us coming together as one person in one group to take care of each other. Um, the biggest story, and I, I want to. Uh, uh, I want to throw this together real quick. Um, our Floyd Central, it's a high school we have here in, in Floyd County. And uh, our football team, uh, the, the, instead of going to practice, uh, they, they, they showed up. They practiced for about five minutes. They, they took off their pads. They put on their uh, boots. And they went to Wayland, which is one of the biggest affected cities in, in Floyd County. And man, they went to work and, uh, you, you're talking about kids, you're talking about teenagers that, um, are out there trying to make a difference. And that's just one story. <laughs> I mean, from, from tons of stories that we have. So, uh, I, I just want to thank, you know, I'm getting a little, I, I don't want to say I'm getting a little emotional, but it, it's just the fact that we have such great citizens, such great kids, such great people in our area that would come together and do whatever they can to help each other that that to me uh epitomizes eastern kentucky you know what i'm saying yeah definitely and um as you said you know uh, you uh, and i could tell that you were getting emotional before you started getting emotional and and i'll be the first one to tell you these last six weeks i have cried more these last six weeks than i have my entire life and You mentioned the local city of Wayland. Um, I have a connection to the city of Wayland. Yeah. Um, my wife has a clinic there. That yeah. um, and 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 Wayland is is um, smaller than the um, city Bobby's in. But the devastation. I was there yesterday helping doing what I could. The devastation to that little town is heartbreaking. And oh, it is absolutely. I saw before pictures. I was there after, and it looks like a war zone. I mean, it really does. What made me feel good as I was going into town is there was a tent set up, and a woman and a young girl were putting together burgers. A guy was in the back of his truck grilling the burgers and handing them off to him. That touches you, and it makes you realize how blessed you are to live in the area that we live in. Listen, I can I can tell you like just just from people I know, um, kids throwing together lemonade, you know, uh, 
hot dogs. I've seen um, older people go out with crock pots, you know, and just offering to help feed anybody and everybody they can. Uh, you know, I no one ever wants um, the times that we've experienced to happen, but my God, do they remind you of how great everything is? You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's just, it's great. Yes, it is. Um, and you know, I just want to throw this out there too. Um, so here, here, you know, nobody's got communication skills, and here we are trying to get a hold of our boys Justin and Bowen, and you know, trying yeah, to make sure yeah. every. And so, what do we do? You know, once we got communication back, we all start reaching out together. And you're talking about Pike County, Knott County, Floyd County, Letcher County, and just the community we've built is ridiculous you know what i'm saying like lots of places in america doesn't have what we have we have community mm-hmm. like real community yeah you're and, and and i mentioned earlier in the show um you know usually I, i'm not a fan of uh, facebook because they censor so much stuff but during yeah. this uh occasion during the flooding flooding i'm from yeah. eastern kentucky and i'm proud of it if you were lucky enough to have cell phone service, and a lot of people did, they were making requests to get boats at certain locations. They were asking, did you see so-and-so? If so, you know, is he okay? And that really helped and inspired me. And yeah. it inspired me to reach out to others that I never thought about reaching out for. And- I saw companies. I saw companies that said, we have... Uh, backhoes, we have bobcats, we have da da da. All you have to do is come and get it. You know, yeah. we can't leave, yeah. but it's yours if you need it. And how many places, you know, I saw that. I, I'm getting ready to, to, to say something. I, I don't want this to be controversial, but uh, there's a 9 11 documentary called uh, The Day That. You know, the 120 minutes, I I can't remember exactly what it is. It's been a long time since I watched it. And uh, they're talking about how uh, the destruction in in right around the towers is they need equipment. They've got to move stuff. And uh, the cops, (laughs) they go and they find all this equipment behind a chain link fence. And they're like, we need to get a hold of somebody. We need to get a hold of somebody. And one of the police steps up with wire cutters and says, no, we don't. And, And he gets it and he goes. Um, here and like I said, these these two events are very far apart. Don't don't think I'm trying to say one's more important than the other, or whatever. But here, instead of having to go and search it out, we had people saying, "Take it, take it, do what you can, please." You know, help as many people as you can, and that to me, you know, it just shows you where we live. We live in a great place. Definitely, definitely, and. I will give you uh, an example also of what you're talking about where they just say, take it. Several years ago, we had an ice storm come through our area. I think it might have been 2009 or 10. Uh, and I work for the city of Hyman um, as a police officer. And there is a store there called Mighty Mart. And we knew these people really well. All the power was out. They had two propane cages. They gave us the key for and they told us if anybody needed propane to give it to them and t- 
take their name, no questions asked, you know. And we, I mean, we gave out a lot of propane. And every person that got propane came back when, the, when, when everything was back to normal, and they paid for that propane. And they thanked us. And, you know, they had stuff. Also, they had people in the store working, giving out milk and sandwich meat. That, that, that was going to ruin, that they were going to throw away. And they were giving this stuff out. And that helped a, a lot of local people fed, and it helped them stay warm. You don't find that in big cities. I mean, you really don't. I mean, who is going to come to a store and get all that stuff for free who is going to go get a piece of equipment that somebody's like here you here you go you know drive it good take it use it you know it's uh it's just amazing and and you know i just i, I pulled up my phone and uh still like we're on day what four four you know uh 25 confirmed dead yeah uh, multiple missing still and we still have people that are like, "Hey, this morning, if you need a if you need a hot dog, <laughs> you know, come here. If you need water, we've got you covered. If you need clothes, this is where you go. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, and I don't see this stopping anywhere. You know, well, and re, you know, reaching out even to these big companies like AT and T." said don't worry about your overages you know yeah. how awesome is that 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 is awesome uh, i mean you have lowe's and hazard that brought a uh, semi in that has several showers in it that that people can use free of charge yeah yeah and uh tide the procter and gamble company bringing in their uh washing machine the the tide laundry you know free of charge they they provide everything you know it's just like it's insane to think and you know i've been blessed i've i've got to see local level uh county level i've got to see at the school level you know plans being put into place and it's just it's great it's great well elliot i want to thank you very much for coming on for this special episode if yes, anybody I, I appreciate it brother and we need to do this more often oh buddy. definitely like, def- and and we definitely will dirty dan was asking about you several weeks ago he's like when's the spooky family going to be back on hey, and listen, uh, dirty like, dan, soon they're going to be back on soon i just want to say like dirty dan has grown into like an awesome podcaster you know he was always an awesome podcaster but he's just he gets it you know he knows how to tell a story and he knows what to do and the queen the queen and her her flock listen god bless you because like she keeps you on your toes and that's what i like yeah you know yes, what she I'm does like, and uh but but i listen, thank you very much for here saying to that you, here bubblegum is always going to be home it, it's it's you know i love it I, I promote you all as much as oh, I can. Oh, and, and we always promote you guys as well. Yeah, yeah. So. And uh, I just want to thank you all for all you've done for us. Uh, you know, if you don't mind, real quick, uh, Pipe Will Toy Comic Con will be there on August 20th. Come out and see us. Come out and visit us. Uh, we've got some stuff we'd like to to sell you, but we'd just like to see everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We just want to meet everybody. Uh Gertie and Beagle. Gertie is uh, uh, 
I don't know how much I can give away of Gertie, <laughs> but she's been working till yeah. two, three o'clock in the morning every night, and it's a bad situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It's uh, And Beagle, well, who knows where Beagle's at? Beagle's probably in the hills somewhere. Who knows? Uh, probably. But, uh, but, uh, if, uh, if anybody sees Bigfoot during this, that's probably Beagle just walking around. <laughs> Bobby, um, if anybody uh, listening um, wants to reach out and help your city, how can they contact you, or is there a website or anything set up to help your city uh, specifically? If not, how can they help locally? We don't have a website uh, uh, set up right now. Um, I, to be honest with you, there's, I mean, we were hit. Don't get me wrong, right. but there were far more worse right. hit places than us. Um I would, you can contact me at Elliot at spookyfamilypodcast.com. Uh, but, you know, our county judge executive, Floyd County, uh, any of our local churches, those are the people I would reach out to. I'm very particular about who I give stuff to. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, I want to make sure it's given out and given out in the correct way. And like I said, we're blessed that we live in the hills where, you don't see a lot of corruptions <laughs> as far as that goes. Uh, so any place that you see around us that's taking donations, by all means, you know, like look that up. Our school system are taking donations right now. Uh, we have three, like I said, three schools that are open with uh, showers, clothes, uh, charging stations if you need it. Uh, Wayland was hit hard. Hueysville was hit hard in Floyd County. Uh, Martin was hit hard. Uh, we were hit, but I don't want to say we were hit harder than those other ones. Uh, of course, we do have families who need it, but like I said, you know, we're we're talking total destruction in some of those places. Um, and then Knott County, God bless Knott County and Perry County and Breathitt and Letcher, and uh, I mean, just it's uh, it, it's overwhelming to look at uh what what has happened just lately and uh you know we haven't really got to talk since uh what happened at at allen um it's just it's pray for our area <laughs> you know what i'm saying keep us in your thoughts because we've lost good people we've lost great people yes we have and uh unfortunately you know we're gonna lose more before this is over with so just uh Keep us in your thoughts. Keep us in our prayers. Well, Elliot, thank you very much for coming on, and God bless you, my friend. Hey, God bless you all, and uh, and and here to chew bubblegum, listeners. Like, if you're if you're ever bored and you want to give us a listen, Spooky Family Podcast, we're out there. We're no we're we're no here to chew bubblegum, and we're no talk junkie. But you know, we're still we're still okay. You can listen to us. I promise. Thank you very much. Hey, man. Thank you all. On Thursday, July 28, 2022, a lot of families in southeastern Kentucky woke up to flood, devastation, and despair. Hello, everyone. I'm Goose from Here to Chew Bubblegum, and I'm proud to say that I'm from eastern Kentucky. Our area has experienced some of the worst flooding that we have ever saw. In just two hours, eight to 12 inches of rain fell, leaving many families homeless. They lost their homes, property, family heirlooms, and quite a few have lost their lives. You can help and support 
people in Eastern Kentucky get back on their feet, all you have to do is go to Team EKY Flood Relief Fund. Dot ky.gov. Again, you can go to Team EKY Flood Relief Fund. ky.gov. You can make a donation. If you live locally, please get in touch with someone in your community to find out how you can help. Thank you very much. God bless. And with me now on the phone is Justin Perkins. For those of you that listen to the show, you do know Justin. Justin uh, has the uh, podcast Talk Junkie and Retro Cult. Uh, he's an author. Uh, he's a great friend of mine, and he's been on the show several times. Uh, what you may not know about Justin, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show before, but Justin is also a volunteer firefighter. Justin, thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know it's got to be busy in Knott County. Thank you for being here. Well, thank, thank you for having me. Um, first off, you and your family, your family members, are they okay? Um, did you guys yeah, we, get affected? We were, real, we were real fortunate. My wife and I, where we live, no way it was going to get us. Uh, Dad lives in Prairie County. He had a pretty bad slip in his front yard, but nothing, you know, threatening him. Uh, Rachel's family pretty good now my mom and my stepdad's family my stepdad's mom lost i i don't see how her house isn't a total loss and then my stepdad and his brother live next to next to him they got hit pretty bad my mom and my stepdad their house isn't a total loss at all it, the foundation needs some work in the block under it and their floors are gone but you know it, it definitely can be built back it didn't get swept away like some of the other homes now, uh, you sent me some pictures the other day because you have spent uh, – did you say in the uh, message that you'd spent like three days, more or less, you know, wading in water? Yeah, but not here. Right. Okay. Not, not, not in eastern Kentucky. That's, that's – you know, I've not been able to help here and do hardly anything. Um, I, I work on the road right. constantly, and I, I belong to Cars Fork Tire Department, and uh, mainly just because – the chief down there, Bobby Thomas, is, is probably a man I respect more than anybody I've ever known, and uh, that's what got me to join. And I'm never there. I never get to help them. I never get to be around because I'm always on the out of town working and stuff. And our job has been soaking wet up there, up north, uh, actually right in Gilbert, West Virginia, in and around there. My boots got wet. They stayed wet. My feet were eat up. And Tuesday, we got flooded in mm-hmm. and couldn't get out. I was there for like eight hours, and I was like. Well, this sucks. And they're like, well, we're going to go home because it's going to keep raining up here and things are going to get bad. So late Tuesday, I come in, I, I get to the house Tuesday night, uh, go to bed. And again, I live up on a hill. Uh, I don't really do social media, so I don't have local TV. I don't listen to radio. You know, I'm not in a good place, apparently, because I've learned that I'm pretty secluded in that and didn't really realize that. And before I knew it, I woke up to flooded and knocking but i never imagined you know i i just thought water's up you know and that's it and i actually was going to try to get out and go to work wednesday and drive the three hours or something up and check on my job and then when i got out and seen not county i realized that it you know i got on social media at that point and i was messaging people at that point uh because i was fortunate i had at&t and we actually had service down here right i know that um um Thursday morning, 
uh, was it around 5 a.m. Me and you and Bowen were messaging, and I was sending you pictures that I'd pulled off off the uh, off Facebook and so forth. Uh, I think it was around that time. It may have been yeah. a little bit later or earlier. Yeah. Have I said, and I said I've got days mixed up. Maybe it is Thursday that I got. So I don't even know what day I got back. <laughs> From West Virginia. I don't know what day it is right now. I assume because you're calling me it's Sunday. Yes, yes, it is. Um, have you ever saw any flooding like this before in Knott County or our region? Oh, God, no. I, you know, like, I've seen stuff like this on TV, but I'm, I've never seen, I've never seen anything like this in real life. Like, it, it just, it takes your breath. Like, it, you know, it's heartbreaking, and it seems like the further I go, like the further you go each way, the worse it gets. The only thing I've not really seen yet is beaver, and that's because it was mainly, I guess, impossible to get to there for quite a while, and and I've heard it's bad. You know, I had an uncle to have an uncle that lives over there, and uh, he lost a horse over there. He actually got it out of the barn, and it broke to run back and uh, got swept down, and they'd had that horse for 20 years. I've not seen my aunt yet, but Dad said she was just devastated. You know, I mean, I know it's an animal, but to, to people that have horses and dogs and cats, like that's like a family member. But then the human toll, you know, the human loss in Knott County is extreme as well, you know, not just the property damage. But I, I've never never seen anything like this. Um. Yeah, yeah, and I've I've never saw anything like this. And you mentioned, you know, horses and animals and so forth. Um, I think it was Thursday morning that I saw a video uh, of a guy posted. I'm not going to say his name from Hazard, and he had a video of of a dog, and uh, the dog the dog drowned, and he tried his best to get to the dog, but he wasn't able to. Uh, we had here in Pike County. We had uh, people doing a cleanup and uh, recovery work, and they found a um, dead uh, zebra. And this was owned by a family in Pike County that had a few zebras. Uh, and I think that they had like a, uh, a petting zoo, maybe not necessarily a petting zoo, but they had uh, exotic animals. And from what I've heard, and I've not researched this, that they were very loving with these animals and they would get... Uh, they would let kids come in and, and, and pet the animals, feed the animals, and they specifically were geared towards, um, you know, like special needs kids uh, to see these yeah. exotic animals. And it's very sad, uh, you know, when you see a picture, you know, of a dead animal. And we had a guy, I'm not going to say his name, he made an inappropriate joke uh, about the dead zebra. And we've had, there's been some inappropriate comments made on Facebook and um, there's been some looting. Uh, I've not mentioned this in the show yet, but there has been people uh, looting and so forth. Um, what's your thoughts on people taking advantage of other people in times like this? I mean, it's it's happening a lot. There's a family that lives here in Knott County. They lost a house to a fire a while back. Then they moved down towards Emelina, and their house got flooded out. And then somebody was trying to steal the rims off of their vehicle night before last. I mean, there's a van full pulled up down there where my stepdad's mom lived. 
getting out, going through stuff, taking stuff, and somebody had to come down and run them off. I, I mean, you're always going to have just that vile aspect of of people that crap into people. It, it, that's the Facebook side of people. You're always going to have that, you know, these people making these comments and saying these things and these people out doing that stuff. But I look at what I've seen. Like I said, you know, um, I've been up in the firehouse uh, yesterday giving out water. I took some stuff and dropped some stuff off. I, I want to say before we get off here, Car Creek Elementary over here, they're giving out food, water, uh, or yes, food and clothing. And they need food and, food and clothing. So uh, Becky Pigman's the one taking care of that. Uh, they need it so they can give it out. So, you know, if anybody over this way can get stuff there, that's kind of the part of not County that's doing that. The Sportsplex is taking water and stuff like that, getting it in and getting it out. And then the fire departments, I know I seen the Hyman Fire Department had stuff out. We were giving stuff out yesterday. Um, you know, the the governor, regardless of how anybody feels politically, reacted really quickly and, and got stuff this way. Uh, the president signed off on relief really quickly. And our county judge, I've been out, you know, on and off. I don't know anybody that's not seen him out, seen him somewhere doing something. Jeff's been out doing something the entire time. Every time I go by somewhere, I see Jeff. And, uh, you know, I, I wish I could do more. You know, I, I helped my mom and them get the wet carpet out of their house. So they, my stepdad and them done 90% of it. Once they seen my feet, they would let me do anything after that. So uh, all the bad stuff that you do see people do, it's blew my mind what I've seen people do here in, in Knott County. And, and a lot of eyes are on Knott County. Uh, you know, there's a guy named Zach over here. I don't. You know, know how public Zach is, but he's a cam- I don't know him super well. I, I've met him on Friday. I know he, he's a cameraman for a couple of shows like Mike Rowe. And I know Mike Rowe mentioned this area and mentioned what happened the other day because Zach had sent him an email. So there, there's a lot of eyes on us and a lot of good things happening. And there's a lot of shit people. There's always going to be shit people. Um, you know, unfortunately, the shitty ones didn't drown. Uh, you know, we, we probably lost a lot of good ones instead. Um, but that's, that's going to be life. But the, the good is far outweighing the bad, and uh, I'm proud to be from here, and I'm proud of the people I see around here. And, uh, I mean, you you couldn't have said it better. Uh, the other two guests, uh, Bobby and uh, Nick, that we had on a little bit earlier, we talked about uh, all the good people that are out there that step up in places like this. You've got uh, elementary schools all over the region feeding people. You've got, you know, they're letting them use their showers, letting them use their schools as shelters. The good outweighs the bad. And uh, have you saw, and, and I've asked everybody that's been on the show today this, have you saw personally or heard from a fellow firefighter any stories that truly defined love and compassion in the human spirit by somebody just off the street helping somebody in a special way. Have you saw that or heard from your fellow firefighters um, any stories like that that you can share with us? Well, I, you know, I really not talked to almost anybody at our firehouse because most of those people were affected, for, you know, actually themselves. Uh, and, and unfortunately, I, I've talked to two of them, including our chief, you know, and they couldn't get anywhere. They couldn't get out to people. They couldn't hardly do anything. Like I said, we've been handing out water and stuff, but I've not talked to this person personally. 
I know him personally. Um, he's the one who does the T-shirts for my band, and, and I'm always mentioning his company, Kicking Chicken, on uh, on the show and stuff. And, and uh, I hope after this is over, people give him some business and go to him and stuff. Luke Pridemore uh, came up on somebody stranded in water in a vehicle here in Hyman, right in front of the mall, uh, that couldn't get out. Luke went in after him. Luke got him out. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't, I seen the vehicles. I seen the aftermath. I wasn't there at the time, but those people wouldn't have made it. I don't believe if they had, they may have made it, but it would not have been a comfortable ride if they'd have been there the whole time. So if it not been for Luke, you know, I don't know if they'd have got out and uh, I've not got to talk to him. I've not got to talk to a lot of people. You know, that was the thing. That was the scary part is once all this hit, power was gone, water was gone, internet was gone, landline was gone, cell signal was gone. Uh, I had it because I had AT&T. But there was somebody that actually got on there and said that the, the people that died are dead because uh, Appalachian Wireless uh, didn't have good enough cell phone service. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have Appalachian I've... Wireless, uh, but that's a ridiculous statement. You know, and, and there's people that said 911 didn't do their job and, you know, fire department didn't do their job. My fire chief is on the phone with somebody who was stuck in a tree for a long time. And I talked to the guy, I talked to him yesterday and he said, look, they couldn't get to me. He said, but that meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to me to have somebody to talk to. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they live right down below where I live. And, and there's two guys that live there in that house. And I grew up with one of them and, you know, know him fairly well. He's a little bit younger than me and, and worked with the other one at a previous job. And that their house got over overrun. You know, they had no choice but swim for it. And when they went to get out, you know, it just sucked them. It just took them. One of them made it to a church. and got on the roof of a church. The other one made it to a tree. And they they hung in there. You know, they 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 made it through. And that is that, that's the phenomenal part that people just don't. Like, there's no quit in people in the mountains, but, you know, and I, I know I've never seen damage like this in my life, but if any area in any region can take it, this, this area can, you know, I know people saying we're, we're poor and, uh, uh, we're a red state and we deserve what we got. And it's not, even though we have a, a Democrat governor, uh, somehow, because of the way we vote, we deserve this. And, and, uh, you know, we're awful people and we're horrible and we're poor and we deserve to be poor. Uh, there is a lot of poverty in Eastern Kentucky and that is, that's created a lot of strong people. And that's exactly why Eastern Kentucky will make it through this. Um, you know, in my lifetime, no, I've never seen anything like this. And, you know, I've been really fortunate. I've been fortunate through this. I've been fortunate in my life that I've had things and, and I've had opportunities and I've had the ability to do stuff, but my grandparents and my great grandparents and your grandparents and, you know, my parents at times and probably your parents, all of our family at times have seen real hard time and seen times when there wasn't food and there wasn't, uh, you know, there, there was an opportunity and there wasn't a way to easily feed your family. So it's not new to us and they can keep, whatever shitty attitude they have about us to themselves and they can keep whatever little bit of sympathy they may have for us because I don't need it. And I know these people down here don't. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I've never seen this kind of destruction, but if I, any place can pull away from it and, and be better for it in the end, it, it, it will be Eastern Kentucky. And, and I totally, totally 
I support that statement and agree with it 110%. Um, and I have saw some of those uh, negative posts on Facebook. Um, and normally, you know, I'm not – I use Facebook. I don't like how the last couple of years they have restricted what people have said and stuff. I said this earlier in the show. Facebook really helped out a lot in this area for people that did have AT&T cell phone service because they were able to uh, make requests for boats or ask about loved ones that were missing if anybody saw them. And, you know, my hat's off for Facebook, that Facebook platform that hit did benefit in a tragic situation. Um, you also touched on a local company there, and... You know, it is ridiculous for somebody to say that that company cost lives because they did not. Their entire fleet of service vehicles got flooded. You know, you've got you can't respond and fix stuff if you don't have the trucks or uh, equipment to get there and fix it. And people have to understand that. But that goes back to the way that you know, I guess, kind of the world kind of is today. That you know, they don't they don't think about that. They just Say what's ever on their mind, and but if you say something back to them, they get their feelings hurt. I'm tired of that. This is a time for people in southeastern Kentucky to come together, and we have thousands of people that have come together without asking, taking stuff upon themselves to help out in this situation, not just in Knott County, but Perry County, Breathitt County, Letcher County, Floyd County, Pike County, and I think that that's something to be proud of. I'm proud to say that I'm from Knott County. What's your thoughts on that, Justin? Oh, a hundred and ten percent. And you know, I, that's that's the thing is it's so widespread. Like Breathitt County, I have I have a, a really good friend in Breathitt County. She was separated from her husband and son, you know, and she just got back yesterday. And I have no idea how bad they got hit. I have no idea how bad Pike County because like it's so widespread and it's so bad. But you know, I've seen trucks. I, I don't know how many water rescue units I've seen from other counties in Kentucky. Actually, I've seen one uh, from a fire department I had actually never heard of. I can't recall the name of it, but I'd never even seen it. I, you know, nobody hesitated. Everybody was in here. And the company that my father-in-law works for has got some small equipment and stuff. You know, they're up on Pine Top cleaning stuff out. I don't even know who the dude was. I was building a little Ricky Dink Bridge for my mother-in-law and them today, and I don't know who the dude with the backhoe was that come up and brought me uh, dirt and, and dumped it in front of there. Uh, where the old Pine Top Motors is, up on Pine Top, they're giving out free water and stuff, and, you know, I, I have no idea. i seen um, the people from Quick Clean at uh, another local company, Carl David Hall runs. i seen them up there handing out water. Um, you know, the like I said, the fire department's have got stuff and it, it every time I turn around and look there's somebody going to do something you know and um it, it's it's overwhelming the sportsplex is it worth its weight in gold right now the amount of stuff they've got up there I've not even made it to that end of the county you know the the one thing I noticed is they were looking for people to get into Beaver so that because you know Floyd County right. really gets hit hard most of the time and that that worried me about that about that area over there but uh, I, I've seen vehicles coming in nonstop you know and I'm a vehicle just pulled out where I'm sitting right now there one a Virginia license plate you know I I don't 
uh, it's not just Eastern Kentucky. It's all of Kentucky and people surrounding us coming in and, and trying to help. And I'm proud to be from here and I'm proud of everybody in Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to try to come over today and, uh, you know, see if I can help out anywhere. Um, and, you know, you said a little bit earlier when we first started the interview that you really hadn't done anything. And, and you're being modest. I'm not going to say anything. But Justin has done stuff. Uh, if people are listening to this across the country and specifically our uh, international audience and they want to help, how would you recommend they go about doing that? Um, I don't do good with the, the donation stuff because I know there's a lot of those that you can trust. You can't trust. I'm not really sure. So my advice would be to get online with the state of Kentucky uh, and, and they are going to have reliable, legitimate links that can be donated to. Now, if you're local, it, it's a lot easier. Um, if, if you're local, send, send Stuff, you know, to Sportsplex over here in Hyman, uh, Car Creek Elementary over here. Um, send me a message. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to stay on Messenger right now, even though I usually don't. Send me a message. I'll try to find something. You know, like, and, and you can help. Like like I said, I'm useless right now. My feet are, are useless. And, and, but I, I loaded up the Jeep yesterday with water and just went out and tried to find people that needed water, people that couldn't get out and stuff like that. You know, we went through what stuff we had clothes-wise that we weren't using and took it down. I, I took wood for people to try to get little makeshift bridges to get in and out, like little stuff like that. I, I'm not out in the water. I'm not looking for bodies. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not doing all the stuff that you think of when you think of that because I'm just not able, you know. And, and to be honest with you, I'm not trained as well, and I'm not here. We have some really highly trained good people in Eastern Kentucky already, and they sent some in. And it's best to let them do that stuff. You know, don't go out and get in the water and, and this and that. You know, call somebody, get somebody in there that knows what they're doing. But it, it's there's a lot of things people can do to help in the small stuff. You know, that little bit, just somebody stopping and going, hey, do you need anything? You know, that means a lot sometimes to people. And uh, he also had his wife's car filled up with water as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, her, her grand jury, he squatted to the ground with water and gas yesterday. That wasn't popular. <laughs> but, uh, Justin, I, I know that you're busy. I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your day to uh, let us give you a call and, uh, you know, just talk about this devastating flood in our in our hometown, home county. Um Please be safe. If you need anything, let me know. God bless you, my friend. And uh, is there anything that you want to say in uh, closing? I just, like I said, keep keep these people in your thoughts. And, and if you can send anything, send anything down here. But appreciate the people you have. You know, I, it's easy. I see my family every day, you know, and, you know, you appreciate them and stuff. But you, Bolin, Bobby, uh, I'm sorry, Elliot. Well, no. Uh, I, uh, actually, when you listen back to the show today, I actually told people his real name, you know, so. Uh, well, your, your cover is blown, Elliot. But uh, Elliot and, and Gertie both, just Elliot, as soon as something happened, before I even really knew because I didn't have service and I'm, you know, just in from on the road not paying attention instantly, you know, you and him and Bolin contacted me and like, if I ever go missing, I, I know for sure 
the three of you will try to find me. And uh, that means a lot. Like, it, it, it does. It doesn't matter how bad a day I've, I've had or, or what's going on. You, you three always reach out. And that that's worth more than, than people realize that, you know, because I, I, there's probably people out there that don't have friends like that. And if you don't have friends like mine, go find you some. You're not going to find friends better than mine. That, that is not going to happen. But, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate in that. And I want you guys to know how much I, I really appreciate you guys. And, uh, uh, it, it means a lot to me to, to have you guys. Well, thank you very much. That definitely means a lot to me. Um, again, you stay safe, and God bless you. And if you need anything, or if you know somebody that needs anything, and you're not able to help them, please get in touch with me. If I can't help them personally, I will find somebody to help them. Well, thank you very much, and I, I will definitely do that. All right. Thanks, Justin. Again, that was uh, Justin Perkins. Uh, great friend of mine, host of uh, Retro Cult and Talk Junkie. It's always good to uh, talk to Justin and Elliot. And uh, great interview with Nick Fleming. Thank you, Nick, for uh, coming on. Elliot, thank you. Justin, thank you. Rebecca and Dirty Dan, thank you guys very much for always being here for me. Um, I can't tell you how much that that means to me. I love you guys like family. Thank you. Uh, before we go, uh, Justin mentioned uh, in his interview grandparents. And uh, I talked to my grandfather yesterday. Uh, he did not have power. He is stubborn. He would not let me get him a generator. And uh, I was thinking, uh, as Justin was talking about grandparents, I think I'm going to try to call my grandpa and uh, see if... Uh, See if his electricity's came back on, uh, just to check on him. And uh, I probably won't tell him he's on the show. I don't know. I may. We're sorry. The mobile number you have dialed is not active at the... Okay, so let's try his home number. Maybe his landline came back up. My grandpa's name is Arthur. He is stubborn. He is 89 years young. Looks like his, uh, well, his landline's actually ringing. The other day it wasn't ringing. It was just a really fast, busy signal. Uh, so, but yeah, he does not have a generator, and he would not let me go get him one. Um, he said that I could get him a... number you have done. All right, so uh, communication, you know, hopefully it will get back up. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with everyone. I really didn't know if I was going to do a show uh, this Sunday. Uh, a good friend of mine, Mr. Bowen Cox, persuaded me that uh, it is what was needed and that I should uh, do a show. And he said some more stuff, and I'm not going to really get into all the other stuff that he said, but it really meant a lot to me. And uh, Bowen... Thank you very much for being there for me as well. Um, you know, it's, it's hard. It is really hard to watch your friends and neighbors, the hometown that you came from, just completely washed away, uh, just devastated. Um, before we go, again, if anybody does want to help, you can uh, go to the website, teameky floodreliefund.ky.gov. 
Again, Team E-K-Y, floodrelieffund.ky.gov. I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, This was a different kind of show. And uh, just, you know, keep this region in your thoughts, in your prayers. Send us love, peace, positive energy, because we definitely need it. And taking us out this week is one half of Sunday Best, Mr. Nicholas Jameson, and his original song, Hyman. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you for listening.